Welcome, ladies and germs, to episode 24 of This Podcast is Dead, the podcast featuring three old friends talking about everything and nothing at the same time. This episode is brought to you by Henry Winkler, covered in bees. (laughs) So, I saw that clip uh, earlier today on Facebook, and I totally forgot that that was a scene in Little Dicky. (laughs) And I fucking died laughing, because I totally forgot. Henry Wickler. Hello, everyone. <laughs> Covered in bees. <laughs> I fucking love that scene. And then, and then, like, I love that movie. The movie's great. Later on. Sorry, Henry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was about to say later on. They're like, you gotta do something bad. And he's like, well, what do I do? He's like, hey, Dickie, cover Wickler in bees. <laughs> and then they show like Henry on the rock, and he's like, oh, <laughs> like all fucking like <laughs> fucked up from the bees before. Sorry, Sorry, Henry. <laughs> Chicago kicks ass. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great fucking movie. Yeah, I love that movie. That movie's great. It's uh, it's pretty funny. I think, I think that. I just kind of think it's funny how. Sorry, I'm eating toast. Oh, it's cool. Um, I mean pop tarts. I think it's really funny how they got Regis filming to do like the parts he did and like where he was like. Describing beating somebody with a fucking whipple ball bat. (laughs) (laughs) Would you say that movie's underrated? Yes. Uh, no. I think so. Out out of, like, the whole, like, um, Happy Gilmore movies, I think it is. I have have Madison, sorry. I have Madison, not Happy Gilmore. That's the movie. I have Madison movies. It's one of the underrated ones. The thing is, I think... Pretty much a lot of people have seen it, but I guess if you weren't into like ulterior fucking like music or like extreme music or something that wasn't like fucking Nickelback and like Disturbed back in the day, actually maybe the Disturbed fans liked it too, but it was kind of like more on the on the metal people's list, I guess you could say, or like people into like punk and metal. Yeah. Yeah, it's one for the metalheads for sure. Oh, one hundred percent. Like, one hundred percent. I fucking Aussies did it. Like, come on. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> when when but Ozzy shows up and that's the two the... dudes pass out. <laughs> <laughs> that's the only reason I say it's not underrated because, like, honestly, it really wasn't. That's fair. I'll, I'll give you that. I think it's like... I, I don't... I, I just don't think any any um, fucking Adam Sandler movie is underrated because it's going to have its audience. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, they have like a big following. Even the shitty ones, dude. Like, they had like their following. Exactly. Like... Yeah. Fucking... Waterboy like was a fucking big thing, and it w- it wasn't the greatest of movies. I'm not even gonna fucking lie about that. It wasn't. It was like it was like a really like dumb, raunchy comedy, but like it it was a hit though. She's a blockbuster. Exactly. I'm gonna I guess... real real quick hot take. I didn't like Eight Crazy Nights. What? <sighs> wasn't a fan. 
We get it. You like Christmas. Anyway. <laughs> I love that movie. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> the soundtrack wasn't terrible in that movie, though. Like, it was actually pretty good. Yeah. It had some good songs. I, I watched it once. I really didn't care for it. I liked, I know a lot of people gave, like, gave it, like, the movie a lot of shit, but I like Mr. Deeds. Oh, that's a good movie. I didn't like movie. Mr. Deeds. I think that's, like although, it. I think that's when okay, the to be decline fair, started, though. Like, I'll yeah, it's because people, like, marked that as, like, the, the, like, the beginning of the decline of, like, his, his movies. I don't know. I'm a real big fan of Spanglish. Why the fuck are we talking about Adam Sandler? I don't know. I, I don't know. <laughs> Scott and it. <laughs> it's completely off topic. Little, little Nicky. Yeah, we were talking about Little Nicky. And then we just started. That, there you go. Yeah, we're, we're going off into a, into a different director, like, right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're supposed to be. Speaking of... Um... Hold on, but, like, going back to, like, Adam Sandler. <laughs> okay. The thing is, like, <laughs> his movies were always too linear. And I think when he tried being, like, a serious actor, which showed with, like, what was it? Like, the first, like, serious role was being in Spanglish? Or Anger Management. It, it was around that time. Yeah, but even Anger Management was still was more of a like, comedy. meant to be comedy. Yeah, or Punch, yeah. Punch Trunk Love, too. Punch Trunk Love was one of them. Yeah. What year was that? I'm not even sure. I don't remember. Let me check. I can look it up real quick. Give me a second. Spanglish was so good. That's the one with uh, Salma Hayek, right? Yeah. Ah, dude, that, yeah, it is. that movie is awesome. Punch Up Love was uh, 2002. Okay, so Spanglish came out after that one. But I, I, I enjoy Adam Sandler as a serious actor. Like, he, he's good. You know, he has he has the range to pull off both as most, like, comedian actors do. I really don't think he's a good actor, to be honest with you. I think he's a good comedian. He's a good comedian. I, I guess I like him. I like him personally a little more serious. He's a good singing comedian. Yeah. I'll give you that. Which is different. Which is different than actual comedians. But, oh, fuck, I fucking totally forgot the point I was going to bring up with Adam Sandler. <laughs> yep, it's, it's gone. Anyways, continue. <laughs> Back to the actual director. <laughs> Um, but yeah, speaking no, of... No, I, I, I lost it. You lo okay. Do we, do we wait? Maybe if we talk about nah, Henry nah, Winkler covered, covered in bees again, you'll figure it out. Um, I get Henry Winkler mixed up, mixed up with Richard Gere all the time. I don't know how? why. They're, they're two white the dudes. I, don't know, man. I know, but still, like... No, it's not... But still, <laughs> one of them was the Fonz and the other one wasn't. That's all you gotta know. True. That, that's fair. I remember that from now on. Just remember, hey, and then uh, that's that's it. Oh man, I miss Happy Days. <laughs> yeah, that's a good show. The show is so awesome. Um, but yeah, so speaking of, well, oh, that's what I was gonna say. Oh, we got that's it. That's what I was gonna say. <laughs> oh my, here we go. Light bulb. Right, speaking <laughs> of shitty directors, oh. we mm -hmm. we actually are gonna start this podcast today. Yeah. Uh oh. Ow. So today's podcast is totally gonna be about Seth Rogen and like Pineapple Express and all the movies. Oh wait, shit. Uh, uh. Did he we're not doing Pineapple that, right? Express? 
I feel like you didn't direct Cannibal Express. Like Dude, I was else. I was totally joking. It's all intertwined. We, he obviously directed fucking Grandma's Boy. No, that was. <laughs> he totally Sandler. directed Jay and Silent Bob. Adam Sandler or Seth Rogen? I, I'm, who are you talking about? I'm, I'm lost. Seth Rogen. Which Jewish character are you talking about? Because I'm lost. And, and Kevin Smith. They're the same person, right? Would you I'm say so? Would you say so? Honestly? Okay, that's the fucking joke and it went over Eric's head. I know it did. Uh, <laughs> I know. Fucking both Seth Rogen, Adam Sandler are shitty directors. And honestly, I don't think Kevin Smith is the best director in the fucking world. I agree with that. I, I'll, I'll say this about, about Kevin Smith. I love his dialogue. That's why I flock to his movies so much, because like I just like the dialogue. Ah, so you like dick butt and fart jokes. Got it. Exactly. Exactly. So it was specifically more in like the earlier films. Like, it got, it got kind of like old, more leaning more like toward the Clerks 2 era. But like uh, the earlier was, shit. I, I was trying to make that joke, but actually, I think the one who who wrote and like directed um, Grandma's Boy was Nick Swartzen. Yes. Which he's yeah. part of. He's part of Happy Madison. And Pineapple Express. I don't know who the fuck wrote that one. I don't know if it was Seth Rogen. I don't one? fucking know. No, I don't fucking know. I don't really give a shit. That movie sucked. <laughs> I liked it. Anyway, we're we're off topic again. Let's get back. To okay. The, the only good thing about Pineapple Express was fucking James Franco. <laughs> That's fair. That is that is very fair. It was directed like by there's... David Gordon Green. No one gives a shit. <laughs> <laughs> Although, contrary to popular belief, a lot of people don't know who directed Zack and Mary. Oh, I forgot. That's another movie that wasn't part of the VSQ universe. Was it really? Yeah, it wasn't part of it. There's only... Oh, yeah. Oh, that you said wasn't. I was like, is yeah. it really fucking part of it? There's only four. It's Zack and Mary, Red State... Tusk and Jersey Girl. Affleck was the bomb in Phantoms, though. No shit. Hard agree. But yeah, so if you guys haven't figured it out by now, uh, this episode is going to be basically revolved around uh, the View with Universe movies. Um, I, I'm pretty sure. I mean, I'm fans of those movies. Um, yeah. I love okay, movies. here's the thing. Here's the thing. I enjoy the flicks. I really enjoy the flicks. I'm not going to put them on a top like 20 or whatever, but I do enjoy the flicks. And I've watched them enough to I, where I could actually have a conversation about them. But do I think they were fucking, aside from Mallrats and Clerks and Chasing Amy, I'll give it those three. Do I think that the other ones were not as thought out? I, I could honestly say, yeah, probably. I agree with that. Yeah, that's fair. The, the first three were definitely his best. Honestly, Chasing Amy, like, like, my, like my top ten like romance films. Like I love Chasing Amy. Like honestly, like out of all of them, Mallrats is my one of my favorite movies. Mallrats and Chasing Amy. Yeah, those are the best ones. But anyways, not to like jump ahead to to what we're gonna be <laughs> yeah. doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're kind of be gonna be doing like kind of almost the same thing like we did in our Blink One Eighty Two podcast, where we're gonna kind of like go over the films, talk about it, and give it a shitty rating from shitty people that don't really give a shit, or vice versa. You don't give a shit about us either. So yeah. <laughs> these are our opinions. People don't don't get mad. Um. So the first movie in the 
the fewest scooters that came out was obviously clerks. Um, now I know that there's like a, a timeline, right? Like within the movie series, there's like certain movies that are like. Okay, can I can I give a side note about that shit? Yeah. That shit fucking pisses me off. I agree. Like, why cryptically make your timeline like you're not fucking that- Quentin? This isn't fucking Reservoir Dogs. Like, just fucking go linear. Fucking make sequels to, like, the fucking movie. And I get it, right? Like, you want to be artsy-fartsy or whatever. But these are fucking... For the majority, like, 80% of their flick, of the flicks are going to be, like, dick, fart, and ass jokes. Like... To, to interject real quick, I, I don't think it was intended to be, like, a universe when Clerks came out. Or when Clerks was being made, at least. Because, like... No. I don't think it, it started with Clerks, but as soon as he made Mallrats, yeah, that's when and it, when he it came started in. reusing characters. That's when it happened. And Mallrats is actually the, is actually the first. Technically, it's the, it's the first Viewers Universe film, and then it's Clerks. But chronologically, Clerks came out first before Mallrats. Yeah. Because wasn't it supposed to be like a Sundance film or some shit? I think so. Clerks. Yeah, the first one. Yeah, I think so. And I know it was kind of like he literally bet all his money on it. Like he, I think his parents put their house down, um, so he can like get money to front the film. It was like literally he, he bet everything on it, and it became a success. That's kind of. And he never paid his parents back. He never paid his parents <laughs> back to this day. <laughs> As a fun fact, I know that um, the Quick Stop and RST Video were both real, real stores that they actually worked at. I think didn't Kevin they, Smith worked. Yeah, um, but didn't they become like a fucking tourist attraction too now? I think they're a tourist attraction now, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah, like the the little Quick Stop. I think they sell like BOSQ shit, and then like when he made it big, he opened up with uh he he what what, what the fuck's his name? Who? He teamed up with Brody. Not Brody. Um, fanboy. What the fuck was his name in the movie? Steve Dave? Yo, yes. Yeah, Steve Dave. Get him, yeah. Steve Dave. <laughs> Tell him, Steve Dave. Yeah, I think they, they you, both. Fanboy. They, I think they, yeah, fanboy. But um, they teamed up to open up that fucking comic book shop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Secret Sash. Yeah. fucking nerds <laughs> yeah from, from what i understand i think kevin smith filmed uh was filming clerks at the store i think it was like after hours or like um like in the nighttime or some shit like that yeah because um that's why most of the movie was at nighttime and the other the other part of the movie was literally like um outside yeah like that's those were the daylight the daylight scenes and then like I think they only fucking rented out the video rental place, like to to film there for that for like a couple scenes. With it, yeah, one of my favorite scenes is actually filmed in the fucking video store. Is it the happy scrappy hero pups? No, it's the. Uh, I don't know. What does he? What does he say? He's like, uh, I don't appreciate your ruse, ma'am. She's like, my. Oh, uh, your cunning attempt yeah, to, tri- ruse, to trick me. Your cunning attempt to trick me. You're not allowed to. You're not allowed to jump in this store again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's, Amazing. That's like one of my favorite scenes in the movie. 
I, I, I love Clerks. I think it's probably... It's probably one of my favorite Viewersk Universe films. Uh, if not... Like, it's it's toss, it's toss a toss-up between this one and, um, and another one, but Clerks is definitely, like, super up there for me. Just well, let's get people, into this shit, then. Um, for, uh, for people who don't know, it's Quick Synopsis. It's just about two friends who work in neighboring, uh, neighboring stores, and it's just sort of, like, their, their day-to-day bullshit, kind of just, like, working and, 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 and fucking around. It's literally a convenience store connected to a video movie rental place. They were side by side. But there's a lot of shenanigans throughout the movie. Yeah, it's hilarious. I think it's... And was it... I think, wasn't Kevin Smith's, like, actual, like, the one, the his partner for making the, fic, the flick, uh, fucking, um... Uh, Scott Mosier, yeah, right? Yeah, it was Scott Mosier. Yeah. Well, which ball. is also, um... Oh, I mean, like, they call him Grizzly Adams, too, so... Yeah, that guy. What the fuck do you want? Fuck you want, Williams. <laughs> <laughs> Such a quotable movie. A fuck anything that moves. The fuck you and want? And that has the go. fucking, the fucking famous Olaf scene. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, man, this was the first movie in the VSQ universe, and like honestly, VSQ is probably like very important in our uprising like we all pretty much connected with these movies and for a time like my my my, my fucking taste has changed right like i got older i like different shit now like especially when it comes to like movies and, and shit but vsq was probably like one of my go-to movies like these movies i would watch over and over again yeah same yeah i still so watch them every it, now and then it's not like i never like these flicks like don't get me wrong it's just i liked them because like i i don't know to me i was i really liked the dick fart and ass jokes when i was a kid so yeah which is something you were into at the time like it was just but honestly like now that like i guess i matured in like what i like watching now and shit like like i have i have like different go-tos and shit it's kind of like i could honestly say that he wasn't the best director but I think him not being the best director made those movies fucking brilliant. Because when he started cashing in, like, with these flicks, like, I feel the quality of his movies just kind of went downhill. I agree with that. Yeah, it, it, it became where he tried to make it a little more serious. Like, not really, not so much he tried to make it serious. He tried, he took his, he took it a little too serious to where it wasn't, like, the same, like, you know, I'm just filming these movies because, you know, they're, they're funny ideas. And it's just, you know, to put them out there. And it's kind of like, I'm doing it for a paycheck now, you know, which happens to a lot of people. You know, everyone's, a lot of people are guilty of that, you know, but it's kind of sucks seeing it happen, you know. And especially with, a, with, with, with like a director or, or a movie series that you really enjoy, because I just feel he kind of just like let that essence get to him or whatever. Yeah. And he, when he's, when he started pulling the Rob Zombie, oh, my family needs to be in all my movies thing. It's kind of like, that's when I was kind of like cutting the line with it. It's, yeah, that's 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 understandable and that's completely fair. Um, the so this is entry number two in the timeline. So what connects? I think what connects movies back to Clerks is just one character. It's uh, Julie Dwyer who has an aneurysm in a pool and dies, which uh, Dante and Randall attend her funeral. 
Um, and then she comes up in conversation uh, in Chasing Amy, and then she's also they also talk um, about Emma Rats. Yeah, she she she's the, the the main one of the one of the main uh, like points of an argument in Marats between TS and Brandy. Yep. Right. I've and that's the only character that no no no, no. there's two characters. Um, what is it? Veronica, I think it is. Or no 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 no. Dante's. So in in, in Clerks, Dante's girlfriend that he's cheating on on well Dante's the girl he's cheating on his girlfriend with. Is that Veronica or was that Caitlyn? It was Caitlyn. Yes, it was, it was Caitlyn. Yeah. yeah, so Caitlyn and Julie tie chasing Amy to this one. Because the main character in Chasing Amy also knew uh, Caitlyn. Yeah. Yeah, so those are the two characters that, that, that tie us moving in together in the universe with, with uh, Mallrats and with Chasing Amy. And I think there's only, only two in, that, in this movie. But let's get let's get back to clerks. Um, since we're gonna be rating it, we're gonna go in chronological order the way the movies came out. So honestly, I would probably give like, what are we doing? One out of five, one out of ten. 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 I say ten. Okay. Okay, I would give this movie a strong seven hmm. because I actually it, it was it's just very. It's kind of cool seeing a movie like kind of like project a day versus couple of days or, you know, and, and I really enjoyed that it was mostly based off a of dialogue. Yeah. Yeah. And that that's that's very fair, too, because like my favorite fucking one of my favorite directors is fucking Quentin Tarantino. Yeah, he's all dialogue. It's chock full of that shit. <laughs> um, I would give it an. I'd give it an 8.5 to like a light 8. I really, really enjoy this movie a lot. Uh, and I think there's just so much like other stuff that like ties in with this movie that I, I enjoy so much. And it just always like goes back to like the clerks. Like I don't like I, we'll get into it later, but like um, just clerks 2 and uh, the animated series like all that ties in with like this movie so I like I see them all almost as like a whole and uh, yeah it's just it's really up there for me I give it a strong 8 um, I love the dialogue in this movie like uh, like the whole movie's quotable okay? there's a, a bunch of great lines yeah. and, like it's since it relies so much on dialogue you get to like you know, meet a lot of the characters and understand the personalities and shit. And that's what I, I enjoy and look for in movies. I hate when they kind of like glaze over characters because I mean, there's no, there's no feel for that character, even any backstory and like that. So it's it's kind of cool just to like have so much dialogue. Also, the the alternate ending to that movie was fucked up. So I, I'd give it a strong eight. What was the alternate ending? So in the alternate ending, uh, originally when. Dante closes. Randall throws him his, his, his signs. Like, you know, yeah, you're closed. Like, you're closed. Yeah. Yeah. So when it ends, uh, Randall does a fucking dance out, out of the door, and Dante's sweeping. Some guy cut, walks in the store. He's like, "Hey, we're closed," and he shoots him, robs the cash register, and then leaves. Oh shit. So yeah, Dante dies in, in the alternate ending. Dante dies, and that would have killed the. Well, I mean, it probably wouldn't have killed the U.S. universe, but it would have made a huge dent. 
But yeah, it was, it, it was a much a much bleaker ending than the original. The thing is, like, I think he he had already had a, a couple of movies planned out, and I think I, I want to say um, he had written movies with Brian O'Halloran, like like the character Dante himself um, already, or like had the idea of movies that he wanted to like remake, like not remake, but like have that character as like a reoccurring character. So he yeah. decided to go with that. I think I think they talk about it on the commentary in the extended. Um, the ex- it's like the the director's cut or whatever. Yeah, and it has like fucking like two or three hours of of extra footage and like commentary and interviews and shit like that. Yeah. Before we uh, we move on, it's a fun fact: Brian O'Halloran and the actor who played Randall were both um, community actors. They were just like yeah. people like in a in a community acting group that he found. And uh, Jason Mewes' character who plays Jay wasn't actually an actor. He was just some kid that thought was funny. And, like, yeah. Said dumbass shit. Yeah. Like a, no, a, lot, of, a lot of his, yeah. Yeah, a lot of his, a lot of his lines that he hear, like like all the like little like catchphrases, they're all just made up shit that he just said on, on like on set. And he thought it was funny, so he just like you know what, let's get to get in the movie. He's fucking funny. He was somebody's friend. I forgot who he was, but he said he was like a, a ball. It's like a fucking like ball of lightning that just like was wouldn't shut the fuck up. Like was super hyper. He's like, he's fine, let's put him in the movie. And then he became a fucking iconic character. That's cool. <laughs> Alright, I guess the next movie in in the chronological timeline would be uh Mallrats. Yes. Yeah. And that's the first movie in the in the VSK universe timeline. Now This movie was just fucking great. Yeah, this movie is awesome. Mm-hmm. Like it had fucking the cast, all star cast, yeah, dude. dude. The like, cast is too good. The Stan Lee cameo. Ethan Suplee comes out of this fucking movie. Ben Affleck. Shout outs to fucking Boy Meets World. Hell yeah. yeah Shannon Doherty. Shannon Doherty comes out too. Yeah. Uh, Michael Rooker Jason- comes out also. And and it was the first one to introduce Jason Lee as as um, a main character in, in his movie franchise. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Would you like a chocolate covered pretzel? <laughs> Dude, I, I I know a lot of people are like intimidated by, my, by like Michael Rooker because of like his like you know his film career and shit and like how he's so intimidating. But whenever I like who <laughs> brings it up, all he sees is ass. When he fucking does that kick and his this towel falls, you just see his ass like on, on screen. Oh that's yeah, all I, that's all I ever picture is his ass, dude. Like when he's doing man. the karate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's all. All I picture is Brandy's dad and his ass. Like that's all I fucking picture. This was another deep DVD that had like extended like commentary too, and there was actually a lot of fucking like added shit. I think one of the deleted scenes was when they actually went to the party. Yes. Oh shit. I don't think I've seen the deleted scenes of this movie. There's an alternate opening also. Mm-hmm. Only, I don't remember what, what, what happens in it. But I know there's an alternate opening to the movie. Also, I have a theory that um, Brody's cousin is also Randall's cousin. Huh. Because technically, when Mallrats, it, in, in, the, in the timeline for the VSK universe, uh, Brody's cousin, who got the hamster stuck of his ass, is still alive. And yeah. Clerks comes out after, when, you know, he breaks his neck so he can try to suck his own dick. 
So like I have a theory that they're actually the same fucking guy because like I don't know. I feel like that that's like an, an Easter egg that Kevin Smith would do, to where it's like, you know, the, the same unseen character. Yeah. Well, Brody, how else am I supposed to take the gerbil out? <laughs> cousin was a weird. My cousin guy. was a weird guy. Yeah. That character was fucking amazing. Brody? Yeah. Yeah, I love oh, yeah. Brody. Brody's easily my favorite, probably my favorite character out of the whole VSQ universe. He is my favorite character in the whole VSQ universe. Yeah, Brody's pretty good. I He's like top tier in like as far as characters in the the universe. And it's funny, I, I'm sure y'all probably, like, probably already know this, but like for people that don't know listening, uh, Jason Lee was actually a pro skateboarder before yes, he was acting. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was telling Brittany uh, about this. Didn't a he invent weeks ago. something? He invented something. It was. Uh, fuck. It was, was the it tray that? flip. It was, it was either the no comply or the. Or... Was the impossible? It might have been the. No, maybe. I think it was the impossible. I think, I think it was the impossible. Yeah, I think it was the impossible, and he was uh, really good friends with um, with Ed Templeton, the, 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 the yeah. creator of Toy Machine. They're mm-hmm. like really good skating buddies, and they even got sponsored together and shit, and then became pro. Which is actually and, like Ed himself is fucking hilarious. That that guy's like they have the same fucking personality, dude. They like, really do. Ed just Ed's a fucking weird guy. There's a um. There's, I think it was Vice. They, they used to do um, King of Epically the Latered. It was, it was a series called Epically Latered, and they do like like uh, like four part documentaries on skaters. Uh-huh. And they did one on Ed, on Ed Templeton, and they touch into his like his art period. And it's like this guy's oh, fucking okay. weird, man. He had like a really weird like art period where he was, like drawing like naked dudes and people that he was gay. So he got a lot of a lot of like a lot of shit and death threats in the '90s for like being gay. But he's like, I'm not even gay, Wait. like. He was it's married. Just, yeah. Yeah. It's it just like it's it's just funny, bro. Like, it, what do you mean? But he got a lot of shit because just for being a weird artist and shit. But if you ever watch King of the Road, and like Toy Machines on there, dude, and I think it was one of the first seasons. Seasons, dude. He's fucking funny. Dude, he ripped straight into his like thirties and forties, man. That guy like was going for big shit at an old age, like old yeah. for skateboarding, you know. Like, that guy was going for big shit still. Like, trying to keep up with the younger generation. Like, fucking mad props for that shit. But, Brittany had no idea about Jason, um, Jason Lee. I told her recently. And she's like, no way. And I'm like, yeah, dude. Like, I, I showed her pictures of him. Um, like, his promo shots from, from, from skateboarding. I like, actually knew Jason Lee through skateboarding before I did, like, knew, like, anything about movies or anything. BOSQ. Yeah, for me it was vice versa. I, I first saw him in Mallrats, and I thought he was fucking hilarious. And then I, I later learned that he was a, a pro skateboarder. But yeah, going back to the movie, this was the first movie that kind of showed the comical side of Jane Silent Bob, other than just like yelling out obscenities <laughs> in front of the fucking store. Yeah. They, they gave him more they gave him more screen time and, and more of a more like of a plot to follow. I, I like about this movie, I love that it's so almost cartoonish in a way. Like the whole the, the blueprints and shit to like knock out 
uh, the guard, like all that shit, like the, the yeah, little, the like, Force versus Jay and Silent Bob was probably one shit. of the best thing about this movie. That's like the, the best little like side um, side plot to the whole movie is Lafleur's and I think uh, also Jay and Bob. I think also about this movie as for me is that it's very relatable. <laughs> like yeah, that's fair. Like uh, we spent like fucking years hanging out at a fucking ball, like just fucking bullshitting at them all so it's like so the movie's very relatable so, so go hold on Bef- before we get into like anything about the movie uh when me and andy were um uh, were hanging out at the mall um it was just really funny seeing it on film that that brody had its own had his own cup and he would go fucking ask for drinks <laughs> like free like free soda like samples or whatever and i would always stop at chick-fil-a for the exact same thing yep <laughs> <laughs> so it was cool like rewatching that well because okay so i hadn't i actually didn't watch mall rats until like way later the first movie i watched in the viewers universe was jane silent bob strike back and then i had to go back and like rewatch the movies to like understand right because brody's in uh jane silent bob and i don't know who he is like i don't get the chocolate covered pretzel joke like i don't get somebody shit in their cereal like i don't get that those like those throwbacks you know what i mean so i had to go back and like watch the the uh the movies and uh going back and watching like mall rats after like really ex- kind of experiencing that like was hilarious because we would see shit like that like the brody with the fucking cup and we're like dude we used to like jay you used to fucking do that shit like holy fuck like Yeah. Say goodbye to the kids. So, uh, <laughs> quick, again, quick synopsis on this movie. It's just uh, two friends. Uh, they both go through breakups on the same day, and they end up at the mall, um, both trying to accomplish the same task of getting the girlfriends back and run into all kinds of shenanigans along the way. Did you ever fart in front of her? <laughs> <laughs> what, what is that? What does he say? He's like, uh, um, she calls you callous in here. He's like, what's wrong with that? <laughs> it means frightened, weak-willed shit. I thought that was the only part of the little was complimentary. <laughs> That's one of my favorite lines of the fucking movie. Shit. <laughs> that was the only thing that was complimentary. Yeah, I don't know. This movie also has, like, a bunch of really quotable lines. Um, oh, yeah. Honestly, all the fucking... All, all, all the BSQ movies have quotable lines. I love it. Uh, there's this running joke in the movie uh, for people that don't know. There's a running joke in the movie where uh, Kevin Smith's character, uh, Silent Bob, keeps run- ramming oh. into a wall <laughs> and like busting in on the same girl changing in, in different dressing rooms. I think it happens like twice or three times where he fucking busts in on, on Joey Adams uh, changing. I think one of the ones when. <laughs> Fly, badass, fly! Oh, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> you fuckers think just because a guy reads comics, you can't start some shit? <laughs> Tell him, Steve, Dave, fuck you, fanboy. Yeah. There is or no they Easter go, Bunny! When they just go and beat the shit out of the Easter Bunny. <laughs> yeah. This is for Brody. This is for Brody! <laughs> Oh, look, a schooner. <laughs> you dumb bastard. <laughs> that isn't a schooner. It's a schooner a is a sailboat. <laughs> you know what? 
There is no there Easter is no Bunny. <laughs> that over there is just a guy in a suit. Yo, shout out to Ethan Suplee, dude. That, that guy's always been a, an, un, like, an underrated actor. That kid is back on the escalator <laughs> <Right>. again. <laughs> Would you leave it alone? <laughs> oh, yeah. Help! My kid's stuck in the escalator. <laughs> I think this uh, is the first appearance of uh, of Steve Haven fanboy. I'm not mistaken. Yeah, it is. Okay. With the Stan Lee cameo. Knock it off. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> like, what is it? Uh, there's that running thing with uh, Silent Bob. The Jedi, the mind, Jedi tricks. mind trick. Holy shit. Motherfucker Yoder and shit. And it's not until actually like Jay and Silent Bob strike back that he actually has Jedi mind tricks. Yeah. Which, no we, shit. which that's what I meant by like goofiness and shit like later on in the movies. But getting back to Mallrats, what would you rate it? Uh, an eight. I'd rate it an eight. Strong eight, light eight point five. About the same as Mallrats, to be honest. As clutch mean. Oh yeah, click. Sorry, my bad. Eric, I'd give it a nine, honestly, because like I I love the like like I said, it it's so like cartoonish with the with the blueprints and the running jokes and just like being a Easter Bunny. It's it's a it's a bunch of like stupid ass like like side things that make the movie like so funny. And I, I give it a straight nine. It's it's a it's definitely one of one of his best films. I'd give it a nine too. Like it's a rare fucking high rating for me to give anything above a fucking seven or eight on our podcast. But yeah, I would give it totally a nine. It's a great fucking movie, dude. Respect I I, I love the fucking uh, that girl's only fifteen. She was she was thirty. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Ben Affleck, dude. In that movie, dude. Funny. He was hilarious he, in that fucking. He plays movie, the dude. perfect asshole, yeah, dude. He, he plays the perfect asshole. But I I, for, I always forget he's also in um. What? He's confused, and he's a piece like, of shit in there also. What, like in the back of a Volkswagen? A Volkswagen? Yeah. Oh, that that's not that that running joke also made its first appearance. Which is also Brian O'Halloran. Yep. Yeah. What is it? Uh, oh yeah, that's right. He played the fucking douchebag uh, guy that graduated already, but he still comes to fucking like. No, he failed. Oh, that's right. That's right. He was a senior to the second po- power. And his pedal said "fuck you." Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was, uh... What yeah. the fuck was his name? No more, Mr. Nice Guy! <laughs> was it... What the fuck is his name? I don't remember. the B, I think. I don't remember. But that's where they get in with the, with the fucking paint. Where they throw the paint all over him and they, and they run off. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He gets his fucking... He gets his... It's a great movie, too. I, I love Days of Confused. Oh, oh Banyan. O'Banion, O'Banion, yeah. Yeah, O'Banion, Fred O'Banion. He's such a fucking dick at the movie, dude. Like, he he's funny asshole in Mallrats, but in in Days of he's just a fucking piece of shit. But yeah, I love I love Mallrats a lot. Um, it's just just like it has, it has kind of like this personal thing with me that like is like, dude, I I. Everything that happens in that movie is like, I mean, I'm not saying it's directly related. Like we, I've never been through that shit, but it's so like, 
It's relatable. Like, you could see yourself, like, if you were an actual mall rat, like, and, like, spent fucking, like, days and days upon weeks at the mall every day, you could totally see yourself, like, getting into the same shenanigans that those guys did. So We kind of did, though. Yeah, and, like, we, <laughs> and we kind of did, like, maybe not to, like, the extreme of, like, fucking, like, ziplining <laughs> to the fucking top of the shit or, like, doing anything, like, super fucking crazy, but, like, that's, that was basically us. So it holds, like, a, a little bit more meaning to me. It's a great fucking movie. Yeah, I guess we could go on to the next one in the series. Uh, chasing Lucy. Chasing Jamie. Chasing something. Chasing Becky. Chasing Shannon. Wait, he went to jail. <laughs> yeah, Shannon went to jail. <laughs> uh, so I'm going to be honest and say that I've only seen Chasing Amy like once or twice. I've seen Chasing Amy a fuck ton of times. Yeah, yeah me too. I've only seen it like once or twice. I would re I really want to go back and revisit it because there are like a lot of stuff that I don't remember from the movie. But I mean, I remember most of like the more important, more important scenes. But this wasn't one that like I watched. That I, this wasn't one that I would go back to and rewatch because I would just want to watch. Mall I did because I I also like Banksy as a character. Banksy was cool. Or Banky, right? Banky, Banksy. Oh yeah, yeah Banky. Banky. Yeah. It was a uh, Holden Banky, and their company was a uh, was a uh, bankled up. You a tracer? <laughs> that scene was so fucking funny. So, so um, what is so the the kid? Not the kid. The guy who was a tracer. That was I want to say Ben Affleck's cousin. No, no, no. The guy who calls him a tracer was St- Scott Mosier, and the kid he grabs where he's like, let me ask you a question. Like, and the kid's like, it's, I call it Tracer, man. That, that was Ben Affleck's cousin. Yeah. He's like, well, hurry the fuck up. You want his book signing or not? He's like, I don't want my book signed by you anymore. I want my book signed by the guy that actually drew the picture, not the Tracer. Uh, <laughs> what does he say? Um, I'll chase light on your fucking dead body. <laughs> <laughs> I love that... Uh, Chasing Amy. So Chasing Amy is um, is about two friends who own a who kind of run a company for like like doing comic books. One's an inker, one's a tracer. One's an inker, one, one's the artist. <laughs> tracer. And <laughs> and uh, one of the guys falls in love with a lesbian, um, and it is it's a point between uh, the friendship between the two comic artists. Yeah, it's a, it's a good movie too. Uh, I like this movie. Um, this was like the movie where uh, did Silent Bob talk in Mallrats? I, uh, no. So Silent Bob talks in clerks, every right? movie. Well, he talks yeah, to he clerks. Has, He's like um, he has a lot. He has one line in every movie. Yeah, he said. What does he say, in clerks? He says, "Not many girls would come bring you lasagna on your lunch break. Most of them just cheat on you." Yeah, and then in Mallrats, he says something also. I forgot what his line was, Marats, but I know in Chase Game he told us. Well, yeah, this is the first time. Yeah, this is the first time you actually get to hear him like speak outside of like one sentence because he says the, the Chasing Amy story. You can always yeah. fucking tell that Chasing Amy story again. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know. I, I, I like Chasing Amy because it's, it's funny, 
you know it, it still has that 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 like kevin smith comedy in it but it took more of like a serious kind of spin on it you know he he tried his hand at doing a, a more serious film you know while still keeping the same like comedy elements into it yeah yeah this one took a little bit like this one had a little bit more serious scenes in the movie um also, I just want to say, Holden McNeil is hands down the worst character in any viewist universe movie. Yep. That guy is a piece of garbage. I would have to agree. Would have I was to agree. Else, but I forgot. Um, I love what is his name? Um, the gay black friend. Harper. Hooper? Yes. Hooper. I, I don't Hooper? Hooper. There he goes. Gets fucking hilarious. That guy is fucking funny. Black Raid. <laughs> <laughs> Love that fucking movie. Yeah, it's 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 pretty good. Uh, I need, like I said, I need to go back and rewatch it again because there's a lot that I don't remember about it, but because I've only seen it like once or twice, but. It was pretty good from what I remember, and it had like really memorable moments. And this was like the first time that you saw like uh, Kevin Smith films start to take like a, a li- like not extremely, but just a little bit more um, serious. Like it was more of a like a rom com drama type shit. Yeah, instead of it, definitely rom com. Yeah, I I love that that one shot. Um, where it, it's just that, that that one straight shot when Holden and what's her name get into, a, into that argument and she walks out of the car and like he just like following her in the rain. It's like super cheesy, like but like I, I don't know, I love that scene. But Holden deserves nothing. Fuck that guy. Agreed. Agreed. There is um, before getting into rating, there's personal theory that i have about chasing amy and it's that banky was secretly in love with holden and didn't want to admit it to himself i thought that was like expressed in the movie it's not really expressed like i mean that's not it's not said but like yeah but you you can tell it's there but like you can definitely tell like holden because like holden kisses banky and they're like up and he and then Banky's like, oh, I'm down to like do the threesome. So I thought that was like implied that like Banky well, is like. He, so ba- Banky is like agrees to it just to please Holden. And then when 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 uh, what's your name says a no, Banky's like, oh, thank God. But like there's a lot of like that aside, there's a lot of like little things like how. How. Um, how do you how do I how like blatantly homophobic Banky's character can be. And then just how jealous he gets over over what's his face and 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 Holden being together. Like he, there, there's this this really weird tension between between Holden and Banky. Like especially when 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 she get, like, gets in the middle of them too, and it's very gay. I don't know. I thought that was like uh, I thought that was like mad implied. Yeah, so did I. Like a- after I but saw the movie, I was like, oh, Banky's gay. Like it it could have just been something like we just thought about or like i don't know maybe we're just like reading into it like reading into it too much a little bit 
yeah, maybe, but um, that's kind of how I took it too, though. Yeah, right. It it seems like there is definitely like a very weird sexual tension between the two. Well, at least between Banky and and Holden. Yeah, I would agree with that. I I, I assumed that that's what it was. Like after I saw the movie, I was like, oh, Banky's gay. Cool. Like. <laughs> Yeah, so what, what would you guys uh, rate this movie? So, um, out of out of all the VSK Universe films, I'd give it a solid 10. It's honestly my favorite out of the entire VSK Universe films. It's such a, like, it's such a, like, fucked up, like, love story, you know? It, it, it's usually with rom-coms, it's a straightforward love story, guy loves girl, whatever, you know, some bullshit. But, like, this one's, like, straight up like he falls with the lesbian you know it's like and then he changed and then he he like you know he kind of forces that onto her and then kind of makes her like change her whole life around like it's 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 more of a very heavy situation like when you when you think about it than most rom-coms like it's it, it was still funny of course but like just the the general like plot of it was very heavy yeah agree with that uh i'd give it a seven give it a strong seven i I don't hate it uh it just wasn't that movie that like would always like peel me back like if i were to like i feel like watching like a kevin smith fusk universe movie like chasing amy was never like the one that i would pick so I never. I hated it at first. Honestly, I didn't like. I, it at first. I didn't hate I, it. I just it just wasn't like the. It was it was a Kevin Smith. It it, it didn't feel like his usual comedies, you know. Yeah, th- I think that's maybe what it is because like usually when I'm in a mood to watch like a Kevin Smith movie, it's usually this this like feeling of like oh I just want to like dumb my mind down and like listen to poop and fart jokes for like an hour. So, and like chasing Amy is like I said, like it's a little bit more serious than that. It's a little bit more like it has, it's like a fucked up triangle relationship type shit. Um, so it's like a little different. Like I have to, I have to be in the mood to watch the movie. So it's like that's fair. That's why I would give it a seven. But it's still really good, regardless. Jay, I would probably give it like. The thing is, I really did like the movie, but it gets annoying after a while. Like there are parts of the movie that just don't like flow. It gets a little slow and it gets a little irritating. I guess um, typical rom com shit, right? Yeah. Yeah. It adds it's filler. But I mean. The humor is still there. It's it still feels like a Kevin Smith movie to me. I agree with that too. Uh, I would probably give it like a fucking. I would probably give it a solid seven. I would have liked more more Hooper in the movie, honestly. Same. Yeah, same. Because <laughs> Hooper only really got like what three scenes? The opening scene. The bar scene where oh, Alyssa, where 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 him or um, Alyssa meets 
pulled in for the second time and then there is the record store scene where holden talks to um hooper about like Alyssa being a quote-unquote slut back when she was in school yeah i would have liked to see him more in the movie too yeah it's fucking hilarious but yeah if you if you haven't seen chasing amy definitely do yourself a favor go peep it because it's it's still pretty good like it's it's worth the watch <laughs> Especially if you like, like, if you're, I know most people have only seen, like, Dogma and Jane and Silent Bob and Clerks 2 and shit, so, like, definitely go give that movie a chance if you haven't, because it's, it's really good. Um, but I guess we could go on to the next movie, uh, well, where does Chasing Amy take place in the universe? Chasing Amy is... Right after the... Mallrats, right? So, like, it's... No, right after Clerks. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, after Clerks. Cause it's after um, after Caitlin ends up in the mental hospital and after Julie dies. So it's the third movie that's come out, and but it's also the third movie like in the like chronological like it's the third movie chronologically and like storyline wise, right? Yeah. So from here on out, um, it it goes straight forward. Like it, it's more linear. Um, from here on out, it was just I think Mallrats and Clerks that were switched as far as timeline wise goes in the universe so from here on um everything is pretty much the way it goes yeah um and the next one is uh dogma which um would you say it's the biggest movie in the fewest universe no do you think what like jane said that bob is bigger or yes okay I think budget-wise, Jane Silent Bob was, was a little bigger than... For the time, it was. For the time that Dogma came out, it was. Yeah, because I was going to say, Dogma had some... Oh, well, I mean, I guess, like, Jane Silent Bob had pretty much, like, basically the same actors, right? Like, they all came out in the same movie. Except for Atlantis Morissette. Brock? Chris Rock came out in, in Jane Silent Bob 2. Yeah, but... No, he didn't. Oh, yeah, he was a director. Yeah, he was the yeah, yeah. he was the director. Sneak <laughs> house party, like house party two, or house party three. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> yes, sir. Taste it. Taste, Taste that, that booger, booger flavor. flavor. Yeah. And then he and then he comes back. And he's fucking slapping him. Get that fucking shit out of my face. Oh, uh, it's here's a coffee, sir. No boogers. <laughs> shit on my face oh this music comes in burger free yeah 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 get that shit on my face um, yeah because James Bond back, Strike Back uh, had uh, Mark Hamill also yeah yep. oh yeah that's right that's right it's the cock knocker yeah but anyways back to Dogma yeah Dogma um, and Vanderbeek and Jason yeah. Biggs oh true Jason yeah Biggs. no shit you're the guy Will Ferrell oh uh, you're right Eliza Dushku you're right uh Shannon Doherty not Shannon Doherty, Doherty. Uh, uh, no, no, no. Taylor, Taylor Shannon. Shannon from American Pie. Shannon Elizabeth. Something Shannon about. Elizabeth, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, actually, you're right. I think Jane Silent Bob did have a way bigger budget, pretty sure, than Dogma. But I, I actually really like Dogma. I, I know it gets, like, a lot of flack, but I really enjoy that movie. <sighs> it's really funny, like hearing people say they like dogma that aren't religious i th i think it's a cool movie 
I know Brittany likes it, and like she's like religious and shit. Well, no, that's yeah, that's why. Like, I it's got a really good um, undertone to it. Like, if you follow like Catholicism, yeah. Like the whole fucking mega church is a joke to actual religion. So the angels want revenge and this and that, blah blah blah. blah. Not to get into that whole fucking spiel about religion, but whatever. Yeah, and actually, Kevin Smith caught a lot of shit from uh, this movie, right? Like people, people like gave him like mad backlash because of like that whole like relig- like the religion deal with the with the film. Yeah, so there was um, a small protest outside one of the theaters um, when the when the film first hit theaters, and Kevin Smith and I I want to say Scott I don't know if it's Scott Mulcher or not. Kevin Smith and somebody else actually went and protested along with the protesters against his own movie. And there's a news crew that, that stopped by and shit, like, to, like, follow the protest. And they're, like, a man looking strange, like, strangely, like, Kevin Smith is the protest also. And he's, like, this movie's, a, like, a, it's a trifle of the film. It's, it's, it's bullshit, like, just going off on, on live TV about how much the movie sucked. And, like, he faked his name and shit. They gave, like, fake names. And they had, like, signs and made and shit. Like, it was just, like, so fucking stupid. <laughs> But aside from that, um, he also did get, uh, like, death threats and shit from people um, against him, his family, like, just... And, like, the thing is, a lot of these people never even saw the fucking movie and, and saw that it was, like... It was all it was all playful humor. There was nothing, like, like blast... Like, you know, like, there's no, like, no, like, blasphemous shit in the movie, you know? It was just... It was very straightforward to Catholicism, and it was it was all, like, in good fun. Yeah, and I think fucking Alan Rickman. Like, I don't know how you can protest anything yeah. Alan Rickman's in. Big facts. And there is a Dogman 2 in the works um, some years back, but when, like, news leaked that he was thinking of making Dogman 2, he got death threats that if he made it, um, they would kill him and his family. Like, so he's like, I, I know, like, fans want this and I want this, but my family comes first. I, I can't... I, I, I can't risk you know, this threat actually being real. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which is but, fair. Yeah, no, that, that's definitely fair. I mean, like, that's some, some scary, some fucking crazy people out there, man. Like, people are fucking nuts. Especially religious people. Yeah, people actually like Travis Barker. <laughs> people actually think Blink-22 is better than corn. <laughs> For oh real. my god. <laughs> fucking posers anyways uh i know blink 182 <laughs> doesn't even go good with butter man no shit dude and like I, i've never heard tom or travis beatbox in a song before so true take that blink 182 <laughs> <laughs> nah but um going back to dogma i mean it had a really good cast too right because it had like chris rock summer hayek alan, alan rickman, rickman. Matt Damon, uh, Ben Affleck, George Carlin. Yeah, it had a pretty good cast. And it also had it had it had a both actors that played um, uh, Dante and Randall as different characters. It was. Uh, oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, uh, Dante plays the oh, was uh, the Grant the Hicks, anchorman. The, yeah, the reporter. Yeah. Grant Hicks, and then Randall's the the gun store owner. Gun store, gun store owner. Yeah. But Do- Dogma is about um, two fallen angels who are cursed uh, to Earth. Um, 
and they find a way to get back into heaven which would um prove god wrong and undo uh existence so they have to so some angels have to come to earth and like uh, recruit god's what like oldest granddaughter or whatever the fuck to like save the universe yeah basically it's a wild fucking movie chris rock plays the the 13th apostle <laughs> 13th apostle rufus <laughs> No wonder he thinks he saw Jesus. Homie's rocking the gun. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a joke. Men just don't fall out of the sky, you know. <laughs> Beautiful, Beautiful <big>. naked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just don't fall out of the sky, you know. <laughs> just look up. Um, so, so fun fact about this movie. Um, Gears. <laughs> <laughs> Me. <laughs> But fun fact about this movie, um, you it, like the movies before this one, they're always very like lenient and shit. Um, but uh, for this one, Jason Mewes actually learned his lines for this movie because he was so scared of like he was so scared of looking bad in front of Alan Rickman that he learned all his lines for this movie and was very professional the whole time. It's like, what the fuck is wrong with you, dude? Like, wait, what the fuck? And, like, he's, like, I, you know, Alan Rickman's here. Like, I can't, like, look stupid in front of him. Just, like, the, the, the respect level, you know, between the two. That's also fair. Who did Alan Rickman play in the movie again? The Metatron. Oh, that's right. Metatron, dude. Yeah, the yeah, voice yeah. of God. Is it, uh, that's where they, they fight the Golgothan, right? Yeah. Yeah, the Golgothan. Yeah. That's when fucking. Uh, <laughs> that's when Silent Bob has the the air freshener. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. That's how they kill him. And then so my head was a yeah muse that had writer's block. Yeah. <laughs> and then, who was who was Jason Lee's character? It was fucking. As as Asriel. Asriel. Asriel, yeah. Asriel. And his fucking little, like, minions. The three kids on the The on hockey skates. players. Oh, kids are fucking... Those kids are dope, dude. Those are my favorite characters in that movie. Like, the, the fucking, like, hockey kids with the, the fucking Hellboy shirts. There's no greater sin than Central Air. That <laughs> <laughs> movie was good. Didn't Ethan Suppley come out of this one, too? I want to say he did. Where did he play in this one? This one though. Did he? I don't remember him being in the movie. Hold on, let me think real quick. Maybe not. I yeah, think I don't he think he. I don't think he did. Huh. I remember him seeing it, seeing him in the movie, but I, I don't remember who he played. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he didn't, dude. But anyways, yeah, I, I, always, I thought I always thought it was funny that um, God had a fucking ski ball addiction. Oh, that's right. That's where they. That's where they. They found her, right? Yeah. 
Well, they 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 found God playing ski ball and they beat the shit out of him. Yeah. I don't know. I I think the movie was actually enjoyable. It was it was kind of funny, but at the same time, like it had that religious aspect to it, and it was kind of it kind of came off a little preachy for me. I was I, I ain't mad at that. I I just enjoyed the the comedy in the movie uh, a lot, um, like the whole like religion undertones were cool and shit but I was like the movie was just super fucking hilarious dude like the cast was just super fucking funny I like I'm so surprised how like how well Chris Rock and like Kevin Smith and Jason Mewes work together like dude it's so fucking funny well I'm pretty sure Chris Rock could work with literally anybody you're probably right (laughs) But yeah, I like I liked it a lot. The movie's really funny. It, it's super again. Okay, I'm back. Oh, you went somewhere? <laughs> <laughs> oh my bad. I said hold on. I was still right back. Oh, damn. <laughs> I didn't hear you. I don't know why I didn't hear it. Um. But yeah, I. I but yeah, like like the preaching is aside, it was an enjoyable movie. Like even if you weren't religious, I mean, you could kind of like enjoy the flick itself. But. And I think that the, the, the cast kind of helped that out. Like, it had pretty good fucking actors and actresses. It's kind of it's kind of hard not to see it as a as a good flick. But I don't know. To me, it's it I, was. I, I love the the. I'll have a holy bartender. Get it? A holy bartender. <laughs> <laughs> what? It was funny. <laughs> Wasn't that, uh, isn't that where the, I didn't come to you, Pete, I swear, isn't that where it's from? Yeah, when he was asleep asleep on on the the train, right? Or or the the bus or whatever the fuck? No, it was a train. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a subway. I didn't come to you, Pete, I swear. Yeah, it's when, it's before when they were at movies that, uh, Chris Rock tells them, like, uh, you masturbate more than anyone on the planet. He's like, shit, everyone knows that. (laughs) When you do it, think about guys. And when you do it, you think about guys. Uh, It's like, dude, it was... Dude, it was one time. <laughs> Actually, that that's the first appearance of movies in uh, yeah. the US universe. Oh shit, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I really enjoyed the movie. I thought it was pretty cool. Um, man, I really don't know where I would rate it, though. To be honest. Because it was funny, but... I'd probably give it a. I'd give it. I'd give it a seven point five. I'd give it a six. Like I said, it was fun. Um, I like it a lot, but the the underlying tones that can like capitalism is bad. The whole religious aspect of it. It kind of was a downer for me, but at the same time, it's still an enjoyable movie. So I'll give it a six. Six point five. I'd give it a strong 7.5. Like, I, I I, watched it as a kid when it came out. And then I watched it, of course, again as an adult. 
and I, I didn't really find it to be too preachy, you know, like I, I could see where it's you, have preachy, to, you I, have to like really look between the lines for it. Yeah, no, I, I can definitely tell that there's like some preachiness in there, but like I really didn't pay much attention, to, much attention to that. And I just like I liked the movie for what it was. It was, it was really funny. It was a great fucking cast. Seven point five. Yeah, I I feel about the same. I feel about the same. It was a good movie, um, but I mean there were there. It's not it's not a perfect movie either, right? But there's also that. <laughs> what is it? They find uh, Jay and Silent Bob hanging outside of uh, what is it? The fucking um, abortion clinics. <laughs> Clinic. Yeah. <laughs> what were you guys doing there, picking up chicks? <laughs> He's like, what else? Are you? I can go to pick up loose women. What does Jay? What does he say? What does uh, what does Jay say to the fucking hockey? The fucking hockey kids? I know he fucking. Oh, uh, go back to your rat packs, you mighty duck fucks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. After they kick their ass and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ridiculous. Also, that 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 bus scene is great too. When uh, when Loki and Bartleby are like betting over whether he, whether you can like spot a sinner or, oh, or yeah. oh yeah, it's a great scene too. It's like it, that's like a very like dark comedy scene in in the movie. But um. I guess with uh, Dogma, I guess, so the next thing that we could talk about is what I'm probably the most excited to talk about. Um, before we get into Jay Inside the Bob Strike Back, um, Kevin Smith did do a animated series based on the movie Clerks, uh, and there's about six episodes long. <laughs> it only lasted for like one season, never finished. But in my opinion, it is. It, I think this is like the best thing that Kevin Smith has ever done. It is like it's it's up there. It's top ten. It's comedy gold. Like I can quote, it's dude. It's one of my favorite cartoons. It's so fucking hilarious. Like, shout out to fucking Jay and Justin in fucking like high school when we just fucking like would just quote this fucking animated series for like days on end because it was so fucking funny but yeah the I think... clerks animated series um is fantastic hey that looks like a bong <laughs> that looks like... hey that looks like a big bong too that's the ugliest at a dog. <laughs> oh yeah the chihuahua <laughs> walking past him <laughs> up yours matt damon fucking amazing i think the only reoccurring characters in that in that series was Dante Randall, James and Bob Duncan. Yeah. 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 Oh, uh, oh, and uh, the mayor. Yeah. And uh, Leonardo, Leonardo. No, no, like, like, I mean, from the, Oh, from like the 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 movies. Yeah. 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 Well, Matt Damon comes out (laughs) (laughs) for one brief scene. Get the hell out of here. Scorsese. Screw you, Miss Hepburn. (laughs) Up yours, Matt Damon. They used, yeah, to, that's a they used to call me, uh, what is it? They used to call me uh, Randall the, what is it? Randall the Pharaoh Wizard or some shit like that. 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love that. This is the gay thing. No. You are you sure? sure? Yes. yes. <laughs> Why are we walking like this? <laughs> <laughs> and the pot, the, the plant. We're all lady love... with a dead baby. <laughs> I, I I love reoccurring jokes like in movies or series. That's like that yeah, always gets and me. And this 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 one is chock like this animated series is chock full of them, dude. Like that's it. It's just so. It's so funny. Like, I'm Jay. I'm Silent Bob. And, and I'm, I'm Charles, Charles Barkley. Barkley. <laughs> <laughs> I, thought we, out of here. I thought we told you to get out of here. <laughs> then there's that one where, like, he shows up before them and he starts talking to the kids. And then Jay and Silent Bob pull up in a fucking car and just beat the shit out of him. <laughs> no, my favorite one is when he shows up with the fucking Jedi Masters. <laughs> with Obi-Wan <laughs> yeah. and Yoda. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot of Star Wars references in, in Kevin Smith films. I, I think my favorite one, though, is um, is the argument they have in Clerks about the Death Star and, and the... Um, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The fucking guys working on it and shit. Which is technically answered in, um, in Rogue One. Oh, shit. Oh, that's true. Yeah. yeah, you're right. I didn't think about that. Cause like they, I they made me watch Rogue One because I'm not a big Star Wars fan. They made me watch Rogue One, which is actually a really good movie. And they're like, "Answer your fucking question, Clerks." And I'm like, "Oh fuck, <laughs> I'm sold." Yeah, I um, yeah, this animated series, even though it's as short as like, even though it's only six episodes long, like every episode is just chock full of fucking jokes and like quotable lines, like. The basic Kevin Smith humor. Dude, it's so fucking funny. Like, nothing could kill the Grimace. <laughs> <laughs> Who's driving? Bear's driving. How could that be? Be good. Phone home. Phone home. <laughs> and then, and then Silent Bob takes, tries to do the shit. It only works if you talk, stupid. <laughs> All right, I'm gay. <laughs> What's he doing? Nicotine fit. Oh, What's he doing? Yeah. Nicotine fit. I think I'm in love. No. I think it's episode two, the opening. The is it safe? <laughs> no, that's that's episode one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's the first one. Yeah. Is that episode? Okay. Yeah. Shut up, man. I just. I... <laughs> I just want some smokes. Randall doesn't need this. Randall can make his own real world. <laughs> and I did, using this, with the help of the store security camera. I never watched your show. You would have loved it. It's like... <laughs> I'm Dante. <laughs> yeah. I'm the biggest idiot ever. And it's, it's, it's literally just like security footage of like Dante at his desk or whatever. And Randall comes in with like a fucking stick and knocks over his fucking coffee. <laughs> Oh, oh it's a fucking, fuck. That's a, a great series. I think if my favorite you're... one... I think my favorite one was the one where uh, they get locked in the freezer. That's episode yes. two. That's... that's, Dude. And Randall pulls out the porn mag. It's like... It's, <laughs> it's frozen! frozen. <laughs> <laughs> How did you guys get in here? The metal thing with the knob. Don't let it shut. Oh, it's locked. It's like, great. Now you're stuck in here cool 
they're it's cold in here. <laughs> they're it's using... like hot cold. <laughs> Wait, are they're they... using all our air. <laughs> no, they're not. <gasps> <laughs> oh man. Yeah, it, it's basically like it reminds me of like clerks just like sped up, like. It, it minus like all the really long like dialogue and just like full of like all the like cag stick jokes like and just like all the crazy shenanigans that they, they would it's get into. it's kevin smith comedy and that's all it is yeah yeah and and like if you're it's if actually you're a fan really of the, fucking good yeah if, you, if you're a fan of like the the movies and you haven't heard of the series i think it's on youtube it's definitely worth the episodes. watch it's so yeah fucking it's great funny. it's it, it, in my opinion this is like I could go back and watch this like at, at, at any time of the day, and I've seen this series like so many times over that like I could literally quote almost every episode from start to finish because it's just so fucking funny. Got yeah. any black tar heroin? <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> what? That's the one where like the where where uh, the circus is in town. Where, where Morpheus was trying to contact fucking. <laughs> <laughs> trying to contact dante and he's like oh. but that that that's also a running joke from the from the original clerks movie yeah with the whole like uh stupid ass questions yeah we don't have to talk about what do you mean there's no ice <laughs> it's gonna be hot can you vulcanize my tires while you wait yet no <laughs> god haven't you guys learned anything yeah they, dude there's so many are what is it uh a pack of fags. You're a fag. It's a cigarette, mate. I'm not your mate. I'm not fag. your mate, fag. <laughs> He's like, wow, it wasn't until years later that we found out what fag really meant. Right, mate? You're a fag. No, no. Fag's a cigarette, remember? You're a cigarette. You're a cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, those were definitely fucking... They're, they're worth a watch. Um... Even if you just like, they even have a fucking anime, like Japanese anime style episode. Yeah, that's the that's the one where uh, Jay slips on the fucking ice and falls down and threatens to sue, and yeah. and Randall <laughs> Randall is fucking Jay's lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! There they go, the coolest second graders ever. <laughs> I like the uh, the the baseball episode where they. Uh, That's the one where where Randall fucking breaks the high score and he's breaking rocks. <laughs> yeah, he breaks, he breaks the high score for Pharaoh and then they fucking come and take him and make him go actually That's, like make. That's the episode that that Jane, Son, and Bob are like wrecking kids in baseball. <laughs> yeah, because they're still, they're still second graders, so they're considered like they're able to play the game. And they fucking play against those fucking aborigines, the, <laughs> the African, um, <laughs> Ethiopian team. Yeah. Oh my god. You feel god. that wind in your face, son, Bob? They're going like two miles an hour on the little fucking moped. Oh my god. Hey, you guys want to play baseball? Sure. Sure. It's like, uh, it's like, uh, hurt themselves, man. They could blow their whole freaking arm off. One stick of dynamite. What does he say? It's like a one M eighty is like a quarter stick of dynamite. Quarter stick of dynamite. Yeah. It means like what does he say? Two of these are like a whole stick of dynamite, man. <laughs> <laughs> that episode where they get locked in the freezer is like one of my favorites because it's like it is. It's my that's my favorite, it, dude. It's it's literally full of like flashbacks and it's just like. Uh, 
What is it? I was like, uh, I lost my virginity to Caitlyn. Duh, I know that. I was there. I was there. <laughs> <laughs> and he was in the back of a Volkswagen. Yeah, and you see, you see, them, you see them, like, you see fucking... He was in the back of a Volkswagen. Yeah. That's for, what is it, uh, Mallrats? The Mallrats shout-out? Um... Yeah, you see, like, him and Kate, like, uh, Dante and Caitlyn, like, go down in the back seat, and then Randall pops up from the fucking passenger seat with the camcorder. Is that the one that, it was a, a three-way? Yeah, An yeah. all-painter three-way. An all-painter three-way, man. Ah, Caitlyn Schmaitlin. What a, Caitlyn Schmaitlin, she cheated on you all the time, broke your heart, and left you as an, a wreck of a man who works at a convenience store. You work here, too. At least I have my dignity and videotapes of you having sex with Caitlyn. <laughs> <laughs> when they when they finally get out, I was like, uh, "Free, free, free!" And like Jade saw the Bob start like taking everything off the counters. It's like, no, no, I meant we're free. <laughs> and then they just they fucking book it. Yeah, they book <laughs> <Yeah>. it. <laughs> uh, well, played. what would you rate it? I I give Clerks a ten out of ten. It is my favorite thing that Kevin Smith has ever done, and it's probably, like, one of my favorite cartoon series, even as being as short as it is, but being my one of my favorite, like, animated series of, like, all time. So I'd, I'd, I'd give it a hard 10. I'd give it a solid 8. It's a great, it's a great fucking series. It's, like I said, if you, if you're a fan of, like, Kevin Smith's work and you didn't know or just haven't seen the series, it's on YouTube and it's it's definitely worth the watch. Like it's straight like Kevin Smith humor. It's 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 hilarious. Yeah, I would give it a I would probably give it like an eight or a nine too. It's fucking enjoyable as shit. Yeah, it's it's fat like it's it's literally like if you like Kevin Smith at all, this is like Kevin Smith like concentrated. Like there's no like other bullshit, like no other like it's just Kevin Smith jokes and like weird shenanigans that fucking Dante Randall and Jane Silent Bob go through. And it's it's basic Kevin Smith at its finest and it's fucking hilarious. I really wish they had done more of the series, but I'm I'm good with what it what it is cuz honestly like it's to me it's like it, at this point it's like a timeless classic cartoon. And I love yeah. it. I love it so much. Yeah, it's amazing. So definitely check it out if you haven't uh, give a clerk's animated series a watch uh it, if you if you happen to have the dvds though the dvds had these these special intros with jay and silent bob like uh, like actual kevin smith and jason muse uh and they would do like this like little intro to like discuss like about clerks or whatever and they're like it's like kevin smith it's like kevin smith and jason muse at like this fucking nice ass resort and shit like that uh, dude, that shit's super funny. Dude, I'm I'm pissed. I used to have the fucking it was like a two three disc DVD. I used to have it, but I lent it to an ex, and I forgot to get it back after we broke up. So, or before we broke up and after we broke up, I forgot to get it back. So, I don't have it anymore. What is the uh? And the, the running joke is always like a clerks was or was it clerks were performed in front of a live studio audience like it, it, they always have that like uh, little clerks shit. is drawn by live clerks <laughs> yeah. is drawn by live studio audience yeah what is it uh one of my favorite and then at the end they always have a, what is it the thing with jane silent bob like the jane silent bob says or whatever the fuck and there's always there was that one where it's like uh 
I'm bored. I know. Let's make a movie. <laughs> Take off your shirt. <laughs> and then Jay and Silent Bob <laughs> show up and they try to show him a magic trick to the little kids. And then, like, we invoke the Dark Lord and we offer this girl's soul to you, master. Poof. The penny's gone. <laughs> I'm scared. <laughs> yeah. Fantastic. Definitely check it out if you haven't. Um, on to the next one in the timeline, and I guess also, uh, you know, in chronological order, is Jade Silent Bob's Strike Back. And, uh, and for me, this is where uh, the Viewers Universe uh, started for me. This was the first movie I had seen. Um, and uh, I liked it so much that it, I went back and watched all the other movies in the in the universe. Um, and this one is probably, like Jay said, the more popular uh, Kevin Smith movie or the most popular. I mean, I guess you could argue that Clerks 2 might be a little bit uh, as popular, but... Uh, yeah, this was this was the big one, I guess. This is the one that introduced me to the the series first, and uh, without it, I mean, I probably wouldn't have watched the other ones. But basically, it's just a movie about Jane Silent Bob. <laughs> yeah, so they they give um they give Jane Silent Bob a lot more um screen time in this movie. Um, so they, so Jay and Silent Bob, where Jay falls in love with, um, this woman who ends up being an international jewel thief, and they end up being framed for, um, for a robbery, and they're also trying to, um, trying to rescue a monkey that they, that they stole, and they take them over to Hollywood, which... Just causes a whole well, bunch of shit. Well, meanwhile, they're trying to stop a movie from being made in their likeness because they didn't get any... They didn't, uh, quote-unquote, sign off into the movie deal. Yes, that, that too. So they... they and then and they, that, they, they saw people... <laughs> they went to... They saw people talking shit about them on the internet. So they were like, oh, we gotta fucking stop this movie from being made because that isn't us and some bullshit. I like that it had a cameo from almost every character. Like you had uh, Holden, Banky made a cameo, Alyssa, Hoop made a cameo. Um, Brody made a cameo. I think, think didn't Brody come out? Yeah, 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 yeah. Brody comes out? No. Yes? Yes. Yeah. Brody comes out also. Um, also, what's his name? Uh, Dante and Randall also come out. Um think that's about all the characters that came out from the previous movies well and then at the end they had like everybody right like um people that came to like see the movie right because like it was it was there was like a movie within a movie <laughs> yeah that's what i mean where, where uh you see who pooper and Alyssa. i think dante and randall were also at, at the at the at the, premiere. at the movie premiere premiere yeah shannon doherty comes out too no no, I don't think so. No, I don't think she comes out. I just remember, like, the the end of the movie had, like, all the... All the people. Um, but yeah, so, this movie... Uh... I'm gonna be honest, like, 
when I first watched it, it, it I loved this movie. Like, growing up, this was, like, the perfect, like, one of the best, like, stoner, fart, poop, dick joke movies. Excuse me, that I would go back to a lot uh, and watch a lot of. Um, I'm going to be honest, I've kind of gotten tired of it uh, up until now. I mean, I could probably still watch it and quote it and laugh, but I would... No, I feel the same way. I would probably watch another Kevin Smith movie over Jade and Silent Bob again. Just because of, like, one, how many times I've seen it, and two, like, I, I guess that really would be the only reason is I've just seen it so many times. This is, like, the one that I, I watched the most of outside of the animated series. And honestly, it's it's a funny movie. Like, I just, I've gotten kind of tired of watching it, but, like, my favorite scene in the whole movie is the, the Goodwill Hunting 2 fucking oh. scene. <laughs> you're just not that good. Will, Will hunting. hunting. <laughs> I guess you're just not that good. Will hunting. Now how do so you like stupid. them apples? <laughs> I don't like the sound. Yeah, I don't like the sound of them apples. Will, what are we gonna do? <laughs> it's hunting season. Applesauce, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> that whole that, that whole sequence is like my What's favorite that, part of the movie. Let's say, uh, lion face or lemon face. <laughs> You're a true artist, guys. <laughs> He's counting the money. <laughs> yeah, you're a true artist, guys. It's like so action or <laughs> doesn't say anything. I'm busy. I'm a busy man. Busy, busy, busy. <laughs> what is it? that's a half like you were the bomb in Phantoms, yo. Yeah, that was when it, when uh that line came out. What the and then, f- I, was it? No, it wasn't that one. Was it that one? What? Where Matt Damon and the guy who plays Dante come out, and they're they're trying to, uh, um, yeah, when they're trying, try, try, they're trying to like we're talking about the uh, the characters of uh, Bloodman Chronic. <sighs> I feel like it was that. What was chasing Amy? Where uh. Yeah, yeah, they, 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 they're, they're talking to some, someone about, about the likeness of, um, I didn't start talking to Jason about the like, likeness of, uh, Blood Man and Chronic. Oh, yeah, but that was it. I don't think Dante was in that scene. It, it was, it was Holden and, and Jay and Silent Bob. It, that's when, when they went to go visit him in the barn, yeah? Mm-hmm. There's a different one where oh. the, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's Matt Damon and it's the guy who plays Dante. And they have like, the hair stuck back and shit. And they're like, they're talking about like the likeness of Jay and Silent Bob. I'm not sure if that's. In Chasing Amy or Jane Silent Bob Strike Back? Uh, I don't remember. I want to say it's Jane Silent Bob Strike Back. Because remember, they're, they're like, we loved uh, Bloodman and Chronics. Nucci Booches. Fuck, what scene is that from? I don't remember, but that I like that scene also. It's a funny-ass scene. But I, I want to say it's from Jane Silent Bob Strike Back. I'd have to remember that. But this, this movie... Uh... One of my favorite characters in this movie is Tracy Morgan's character. Uh, Pumpkin Escobar. Fuck yeah. <laughs> That's like my fa- one of my favorite characters. I don't know what one- the fuck you just said, little kid. <laughs> but it's special. But you, you special. <laughs> you reached in touch touched the brother's heart. heart. You know what? I'm going to help you out, little kid. Give me the map, Scott. Give me the map, Scott. Scott. <laughs> Give me the map, Scott. <laughs> 
fucking Tracy Morgan, dude. <laughs> it's fucking funny. Sorry, I, I went to go check on my lizard, so I wasn't here for like the beginning of this. Oh, it's okay. Oh, you're good. You didn't miss much. Yeah, we were just we're talking, talking about. The, uh... Yeah, we were talking about how uh, Jane Silent Bob really isn't like at this point. I mean, it, it's good for what it was, but that we've seen it like a bunch of. Fucking oh times. yeah, it's definitely it's definitely one of those flicks that you kind of like have seen a lot, and like mostly everybody and their mother, grandmother, great grandmother fucking people who fought in world war one have seen this movie yeah is that old probably no but it's just like it's 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 too overdone and it, it, it's not that great for me yeah I, I, but I there, there are def it definitely has its it has its moments right and plus um it's actually one of the, the movies that i could actually like um <laughs> that you could that I actually fucking enjoy Will Ferrell in. Oh my god, dude, when he's <laughs> when he's shooting the gun and he's like 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 squinting his eyes and like moving his head. Oh, dude. I like when when he's uh when he walks in, into the wrong set, he's like, "Oh, and he shoots well, the shit." Camera accent, Jane, Silent Bob, and they shoot the movie mascot. <laughs> he shoots a whole through movie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> No, um, when he's shooting the gun and he's sh he's fighting after the girls, but the funny thing is when he does that shit, uh, and they they stop and reload, <laughs> and they say something like, "And you're it, and you're a man." He's like, "Only on the outside." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, you know, he's yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. He's like, "Only on the outside." White people with guns? Crazy what's they crazy white people with guns? It's time to get my black ass out of here. <laughs> I love I, Chris Rock in this movie. Oh dude, dude, fucking hilarious. Are you the dude that fucked the pie? <laughs> See, I told it's you. It's me, it's me. Look at me. I'm the pie fucker. <laughs> in, in jail, jail you'll, you'll be, be the pie. Yeah, you'll be the pie. <laughs> When they walk up to Chris Rock and he's like, crack, crack, cracker, crack, 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 Like, Not again. I am wearing pansy red booties. Oh, yeah. Why the fuck didn't you tell me? And action. Uh, snoochie, snoochie boochies. boochies. <laughs> <laughs> You're not going to upstage me, Vanderbeek. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I am the clit commander. Oh, <laughs> What did it time for again? It was like the uh, the co uh, the cohab liberation some something primates. Oh, uh, it was of uh, something tree dwellers. Coalition for the liberation of inter in tree dwell tree tree dwellers. Tree dwellers. Yeah. In short, click. Yeah. What does he say? <laughs> These are the two most dangerous men on the planet. <laughs> 
It's like, it's like this is my gay life mate, Silent Bob. And I'm not all the way gay, but this guy right here, he loves the cock. He loves the cock. The cock. <laughs> I, I love the whole Planet of the Apes sequence. It's like, you maniacs! <laughs> you blew it up! That's also yeah, when... Use when... All when the fucking monkeys are eating um, Brian O'Halloran's brains. I wasn't even supposed to be here. Another great running joke. <laughs> and Randall's running away, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. They catch both of them. And speaking of, that's, yeah. that's really funny, too, because... Um, that whole like uh, Jane Silent Bob with a monkey thing uh, happened in Clerks, the animated series first before it happened in, in Jane Silent yeah. Bob, because they had like a... it also happened in uh, Mallrats at the end. And Mallrats oh, too. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The movie ends with Oh Susanna. Mhm. Mm and they're like walking off into the sunset. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know. It, there, we could talk about like this movie all day. Yeah, because but... I mean we've seen it so many fucking times, dude. Like this movie has, it, this is just one of the ones that like, it just got really big, really famous. Like, um, it, 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 it was definitely me. great when we we're younger. It, it start, yeah, it was, and, it, and like I said, this was the movie that this was the first movie I saw in the universe. So without this movie, like I wouldn't have checked out any of the other ones. So, you know, this was this was one of them, but. Once you've seen it, like, 15, 20, 30 times, it's, like, it's, it's, it doesn't, it doesn't, it, it doesn't hold up as well as the other movies that Kevin Smith has made. Because yeah. I would, like, I would still much rather, I would rather watch Chasing Amy before I watch Jay and Silent Bob, and I've only seen Chasing Amy twice. Like, I would rather watch Mallrats, I'd rather watch Clerks. And that's not to say oh, that yeah, this movie, yeah, and that's not to say this movie's bad or whatever, but it's just like it, it's more per like a personal thing. Yeah, it was. It was, yeah. it was cool for what it was at the time when it came out. It was perfect. Like you know, it, I was just the right age where like all the jokes were like super fucking funny to me. Uh, but as I got older, you know, those jokes that like get repeated over and over and over again. It's kind of like, uh... and really like. I, I used to be a really big fan of uh, Jay and Silent Bob as like the duo in the in the universe. They were like my favorite characters. Um, but as I got older, I realized that Dante and Randall were like way funnier in my opinion. Like, yeah, I love Dante and Randall's as like characters together. Yeah. But. But yeah, we could talk about this movie forever. If you haven't seen this movie, I don't know what the fuck rock you're living under. But you should check it out if you haven't. Um, it's really, really funny. It has really good cameos. Uh, the the star like the star-studded cast like is insane. Um, so definitely check it out if you haven't. Um, I oh man. I don't even know where I would rate this. I would give it a seven. I was about to say. Um, I would probably seven give it because a seven. like it is a staple in, in the whole fucking movie thing, but and it, and it's pretty enjoyable. Like if I were to catch it on TV, 
It, it's not gonna be my first choice, but if I ca caught it on TV, I I would kind of like just watch I'd it. I'd probably watch it. Laugh. Yeah. <laughs> Fiction. Yeah, I I agree. Seven also. Fictional characters. <laughs> Fictional characters. <laughs> what the fuck is the internet? Movie moviepoopshoot.com. Yeah. <laughs> what is it? It was like a. <laughs> what the fuck? They're fucking clown shoes. <laughs> I guess, um, what's the next movie? Clerks 2? Yeah. Yeah, Clerks, Clerks 2. Clerks 2. Uh, I have a lot of positive and negative things to say about this movie. I really like I feel like Clerks movie. 2 lies, lies in, in the same spot as Jay and Silent Bob Strike yeah, Back. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So but not so much as I've seen it too many times because it's, it's funny, but it's not as good as the rest. It kind of played into like a romance flick, and I—that's I, the only thing I really didn't agree with this flick. <clears throat> like I think, um, if it didn't have that whole love story between Rosario Dawson and fucking Brian O'Halloran, I, I think it would have been a better movie because it was—it it had its moments. It was fucking hilarious. Yeah, it definitely does have its moments. But it—it it wasn't as. The, the debauchery wasn't there. You know what I mean? Like, it, it wasn't chaotic like the first one. Yeah, definitely. Like, literally, somebody fucking dies in the first one. Yeah. And this one is kind of like, oh, well, she's pregnant. Oh, well. Uh, spoiler alert. Sorry. But, it, it you, know, you know what? Like, I'm not even going to fucking say spoiler alert. This movie came out in fucking 2008. Yeah. If you haven't watched it, then fuck you. You've had 12 years to watch this fucking movie. Yeah, exactly. It it, it it seemed a little more watered down than the rest of his movies. It's It seemed like they were kind of... And like given all the shit that happens, you know, it, it seemed like he was trying to take a safer route with the whole like love story thrown in. But I also think it's because like fucking Jay was going through recovery too. Yeah, that's fair. So, I mean, like, I don't know if they wanted to do like too much... like. I don't know. To me, it, it's kind of it. It just kind of like the vibe of the movie was just weird. Yeah, that, that that's fair. It, it definitely didn't feel like his earlier works for sure. And that that that's why I say it it lies more around the same as like Jane Silent Bob Strike Back because like it's it's a good movie. I'll rewatch it, but it's not going to be my my first um you know view askew uh, choice. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it, it had it had it had its uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, um, you know, you watch it when it first comes out, and you're like, it had all the like bells and whistles, and you're like, oh, this is really funny. It had quotable, you know, lines throughout the entire movie. Uh, the movie was super fucking funny, but like, it it suffered from the same thing that Jay and Silent Bob did, where like the movie dropped, you watched it over and over again, and you realize that like the jokes like run really thin and like it's just not like but it's also it's also the fact that they weren't really clerks yeah exactly yeah they, yeah although elias was fucking hilarious dude i'm not gonna lie like he made he made certain scenes of that movie really really fucking say funny. what you will about the rings randall but or what G about jesus randall but leave the ring out of this yeah. i'm gonna kick your ass back to the shire <laughs> you're gonna touch your fucking mouth <laughs> 
Even movie. the fucking trees <laughs> watch <in> those movies. <laughs> <laughs> fucking A. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> sorry. <coughs> in the first one, Randall and Dante kind of like had a good blend together, right? In this one, I really fucking hated Dante. Yeah. Me too. And Randall Dante... just like. Randall carried the movie for me. It's that, uh, so like, Dante was a piece of shit in, in both movies. Like, you know, Clerks and Clerks 2. It just thought in, in Clerks 2, he was more of a bitch, honestly. Yeah, exactly. He was more, it's like, in, in Clerks 1, it, it was it was funny in the, in the first Clerks, you know? Because like, I mean, he, he shut down the fucking store to like play hockey in the roof and go to go to a wake, you know? Like, he had, he was a little more ballsy in, in the first one. The second one, he's trying to play it safe. You know, same thing about him. I'm moving to his... Florida. Yeah, and it's kind of like him moping around the whole movie. It's like, you know, the whole it's... love triangle triangle aspect of the movie was fucking a downer. But Jay and Silent Bob and Randall carried the the, the funny parts in that flick. I agree. Yeah, because because like like you were saying, like Dante and Randall had chemistry in the first one. Like it was they were a duo. It was fucking funny. They got into adventures together. And this one, it's just like Dante moping around because it's like. I love my manager, but I also love my my girlfriend who's fucking you know whatever and like I'm and gonna And they move. all look up to me because I have a driver's license. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. To me, it's just it was kind of it was the whole Rosario Dawson, fucking Kevin Smith's wife, and fucking Brian O'Holler and that love triangle shit kind of ruined the movie for me. But like Randall, like fuck, dude, like. Was the best shit in this movie. Yeah, Randall, Randall killed it. Yeah, I agree. Like, I'll, I'll, I'll be honest here. The only chemistry you really see between Dante and Randall is at the end of the movie when they're in, when they're in prison and they when they're in jail. Yeah, quick stop back together. That's the only chemistry you get. Yep. Which really sucks because, like I said, like that that carried all of Clerks. Like that, that chemistry, yeah. and that's that's really where Clerks Two fell short. And it was actually a one one chance, like yeah, like fucking Dante doing the Dante thing and like fucking scolding Randall about shit. But at the same time, it was the first time Randall actually said something worth a fuck. Yeah. Yeah. So that was pretty cool too. And like I don't know, I I, I guess because you know we watched Clerks prior, so we had these expectations of like holy fuck, we're getting the, we're getting the fucking the duo back together of Dante and Randall is be fucking badass, but it, it wasn't the same. Yeah. I agree. Big degree. Big so degree. Yeah, I, 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 I put it on the same seven as James and Bob Strike back. I can agree with that. Yeah. I would probably go with seven as well. Yeah. I could agree with that. I mean, like I said, it's good. It has its quotable lines. It has its really funny parts. Um, Jay and Silent Bob kind of come true, like come back true to form in this movie. Uh, they're really funny. Uh, but like, it's like you guys were saying, like the other things about the movie just felt like not. It just felt off. And again, it just one of those things that like it came out. It got like overplayed like a lot because I remember when this movie dropped, especially when it came out on DVD. I was working at Blockbuster at the time. Dude, I would I would watch this movie like every day, like every day. So eventually, literally saw it three times in theater. Like it, it, 
it was good for what it was, but then after a while, it it just it doesn't hold up. Like it just doesn't hold up. Yeah, in the long term, like talking long terms, it doesn't hold up. Yeah, that's that's what like, I meant. Marats, I could watch Marats and fucking laugh my ass off. Yeah. Clerks one, I could fucking watch it and laugh my ass off. This one is kind of like yeah, I'll laugh at some parts, but fuck, man, I, do I get annoyed of Dante real quick? Yeah. That's real fair. Yeah, I agree. So hard seven for clerks too. I, I I I'm not mad at that. I would agree with that too. Um, and I guess like the next movie uh, that's after clerks two um, is the reboot. I haven't seen it, and I don't know if I'm ever going to watch it. To be honest. So uh, let's just glaze over it real quick because it's like, so I out of everyone I saw it. Um, and it was very disappointing. It, it was honestly a very watered down version of Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. Like, very watered down. So, where, where do I start? So the movie takes place, it's, um, Jay finds out he has a daughter. Um, oh no, wait, yes. Finally has a daughter and, um, he tries to get closer with her. So, um, his daughter... Her and her, uh, one of her friends has cancer and she's dying. So they're trying to take her um, as a dying wish to like some kind of like Comic-Con kind of thing. Um, so it, it's pretty much like Jay trying to bond with his daughter and they're trying to like get away get away and like um, escape to this comic to the Comic-Con to get their, their dying friend there. It's, I don't know. It, it's, it seems, the whole movie seems forced, honestly. It seemed really forced. It seemed like, like, Kevin Smith was was trying too hard to replicate his style. You know, it, it felt like he was trying to like like copy his style, but it's like he didn't even try to like. You know, you, you know, with, with each movie, you know, you, you have your own style. You know, you make it your own. With this one, he tried to really like replicate his old his old style rather than making it its own thing, and it just it was such a bad movie. I'm not even gonna lie. It was not a good movie. It has its, its funny parts, of course, here and there. Um, you get you do get, get a lot of closure at the end um, for every movie. Are there any good There's cameos? There's some chasing. So at the end, they go back and revisit every character from um, all the previous films. Oh, cool. And you get some chasing Amy closure, um, which is Alyssa never took uh, Holden back. And she went on to be too, doing her own thing and be successful and shit. Um, but I think... Who comes... Fuck. I think Kevin Smith plays himself in that movie. Aside from from, from uh, Silent Bob. And, it, and it, it's... There's like an, an, another plot to it that I forgot what it was. It's just... It was kind of a mess. Like, with with the plot and everything. The, the jokes weren't as funny... Um, yeah, he cast yeah. he cast his wife and his daughter in this one too, like it was. Yeah, I'm not I'm not watching that. Yeah, and and not not a shit not a shit on, on his on his like his daughter or whatever or, like his wife you know they, they're right you know, but like it's just that whole Eli Roth thing that I that like I don't like and shit you know, or a, a Rob Zombie Eli Roth thing where I, I don't like yeah. cast, casting like you know your wife or your daughter or whatever in the movies it's like Tim Burton does the same thing with Helen Bonham Carter. Yeah, so like it, it just it fell very 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 short for me. 
Like, it, it just wasn't what I expected it to be. Like, I was waiting for the next funny Kevin Smith film, and it felt like someone trying to copy Kevin Smith. So, yes, uh, I give it a... Shit. A light four? Damn. Oof. Damn. It was bad, dude. It was bad, like... I, 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 like, laughed at some things, but, like, barely. You know what? It's, it's, like, it's kind of funny. Like, that was the best it got. Whereas, like, that's kind of funny. Okay. Well, I don't know. I, I, I have been on the fence about watching it. I, I have really been on the fence about seeing it, but... I don't know. It's it's disappointing if you're a VSQ fan. Okay. Yeah. That that's that's the VSQ podcast that we were gonna go over. Yeah, it's the universe. I don't know if I'm gonna see the reboot, but maybe in the future if I'm like bored enough. But probably not. But. Yeah, that that. I am gonna but I am gonna rebuy the DVDs though. So. Good shit. I'm... I own most of them. No, I'm talking about the Clerks animated series. Yeah. Fuck oh yeah, I, I rebuy okay. those too. <laughs> I want to go back and rewatch that. Now that we talked about it, I want to go see. Oh it. hell yeah, for sure. I want to go watch it. It's like it's like it's seriously my favorite thing in the whole universe. That shit, or in the Busek universe, that shit is so funny. I could literally do a whole podcast episode talking about that fucking animated series. But, uh, and next episode we're gonna do a we're gonna do a Gumby episode next next week so Gumby be on the lookout for that. I haven't heard of Gumby in fucking years. <laughs> fucking Gumby. Um, but yeah, so uh, I guess that concludes uh, this episode. Um, thanks for sticking around and listening to us talk about the Viewisk universe. Um, go watch them. Um, don't base like your whole thing if you never watch the movies on our fucking ratings and shit oh yeah especially um, the last one you know go, that's just my opinion go go make your own like decisions and shit and yeah yeah but go watch them because some of them are definitely worth it um you know every, pretty much everything that we talk every movie that we did talked about today was at least above a five so i would say to at least give every movie in the universe a chance because they're pretty fucking funny and they're pretty good if you're into comedies and like dialogue and stuff poop jokes if you like stuff like that you might like uh these movies if you haven't seen them so definitely go give it a chance um but yeah i guess i guess that wraps it up for this episode guys unless you guys got anything else left to talk about nope. left to say stay home stay off drugs um don't put pineapple on your pizza Next episode probably won't be for another two weeks. Um, we're kind of liking this bi-weekly schedule. Gives us time to plan out and talk, like, ha- be a little bit more structured with the podcast. So if yeah. you're still listening to us, like, thanks for listening. Yes, thanks for sticking around. This, this, well, I can't believe it's episode 24 already. Holy shit. Um, Crazy shit, dude. But yeah, we're, we're, we decided to do this bi-weekly thing uh, just to give us a little bit more time to prep. Um, you know, we all have, like, work and shit, personal lives to to deal with so you know lizards to get bitten by yeah jay's uh jay's zoo <laughs> <laughs> shit um 
But yeah, so um, make sure to uh, follow us on all social platforms, guys, if you haven't yet. Facebook, SoundCloud, MySpace, Google+. <laughs> uh, Live Journal. LinkedIn. LinkedIn, Live Journal, all that shit. You are, Vampire Freaks. You already know what to Zanga. do. Zanga. <laughs> DeviantArt. Moco Space. <laughs> Moco Space. <laughs> all right, we're getting the fuck out of here. Yeah. Talk to you guys later. Yeah. Peace, guys. Later. Later. Later.